0: It's time to buckle up for a new episode of Raise Nation Radio, the one and only podcast made to inspire fundraisers like you to continue making impact in our communities, building better tomorrows, and exchanging ideas. So, whether you're a trailblazer or seasoned pro, you'll pick up the trends that transform your fundraising. And together, we'll dive into lively conversations and chat with industry leading fundraisers and thought leaders to explore hot button issues and innovative ideas. So, stay with us for the next 30 minutes while we inspire you to embrace the future of fundraising. All right, let's get going. It's always a special episode when I get to welcome some of my colleagues to the show. Um as many of you know if, if you're new to the show you might not know so please tune in we're on demand at raise uh, at onecause.com and we also stream on 10 podcast channels so you can find us everywhere but if you're familiar with the show you know that we have uh, the voice of the nonprofit we have thought leaders and everything in between but sometimes my colleagues make a special guest appearance on the show and that's exactly what's going to happen today so it is the end of the year so, Happy Giving Season, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year's. We thought it would be really cool to do like a year in review. And I have to shout out to my colleague Blair Carlin for giving us this this suggestion. She's on the marketing team with me, and it was such a wonderful suggestion. So, um, Rays Nation is actually experiencing a number of milestone events. We just had our year anniversary. We've broadcast 67 episodes. This is the 68th. And we are um planning to build it more into the new year but before you go ahead you kind of want to take a step back and we are going to do the highlights the year in review the top 4 or 5 and really get you inspired about fundraising and heartwarming nonprofit stories so to help me do that is some of the co- co- content team members here at One Cause they're all incredible and i think what why this is special is because it's important to know that we don't just push content here. We understand 100% that software alone is is not going to be the end-all be-all. You have to have good service and support. You have to have a community and stay relevant and ahead of the times. And that's what the content team is here to do, to bring those tips, tricks, trends, success stories forward so that you can have the tools that you need to further your Fundraising and build your mission beyond the software. And we feel like we're in it together to build better tomorrows. And we really take that to heart. So as we're pushing this content out, hopefully being very valuable to, to you and your teams, we are, we're feeling it. We're getting the stories. We're feeling the pain. We're getting aligned to the mission. Some of us are even taking action and doing things to support our fundraisers. It's beautiful to see behind the scenes, but you don't always get to see that today you're gonna to get to see that so to help me are some of my colleagues I would love for them to introduce themselves talk a little bit about what they do at one cause a little bit about them personally and well here's to some bringing the behind the scenes front of the scenes so Blair Sarah Maggie welcome to raise Nation radio you've supported the show in so many different ways it's nice to have you finally here and being guests on the show
1: thank you Don I'll go ahead and um, introduce myself to all those fearless fundraisers out there. I'm Blair Carlin. Um, I do growth marketing and content marketing here at One Cause. Like Don said, we're really just a team of um, fundraiser advocates, I would say, pushing out content and making sure it gets to you all and in front of um, all the fundraisers that really need our content and um, do great things in this world. So, I've been at One Cause for like three and a half years. Um, I live in Cincinnati. I have a golden doodle. And I really enjoyed being in this space and in the nonprofit industry and really learning from fundraisers as well as learning from everyone at the Austin team at One Cause.
0: You can't stop it. I have a golden golden
2: doodle.
1: <laughs> what What is the golden doodle's name? His name is Nash. He just turned three and he he's like our team mascot. That's right.
0: <laughs> Nash makes a lot of appearances on Zoom calls. We love him. <laughs> and he was even our team name for Indie Tech Gives. Every department at One Cause participates in a, an annual fundraiser called Indie Tech Gives. And this year we were Nash's angels. Isn't that right?
1: That is correct.
0: Yeah. So fun. All right. We also have Maggie Kavanaugh. Hi, Maggie.
1: Hi, I'm so excited to be here today. Um, big, um, raise nation radio super fan. So very <laughs> excited to actually be on an episode. So, um, I do product marketing and content marketing here at one cause. I've had the pleasure to be on the marketing team for a year and a half now. Um, I just love the little community that we have within one cause and our team is very special to me. Uh, a little bit about myself based out of Indianapolis love to cook, and I'm just so grateful to be here.
0: Aw, so sweet. And you came from the Or
1: Fellowship. Is that right, Maggie? Yeah, I'm currently still in it. Oh, I've got like five more months left in the program, but the post-grad program, it helped connect me with One Cause and I'm just so grateful for it.
0: Gosh, was that really a year and a half ago? It feels like yesterday. Um, but yeah, I guess so. So congratulations on that milestone as well. It's kind you. of exciting. <laughs> And last but very not least, we have the lovely and um, still in her honeymoon phase, Miss
2: <laughs> Sarah Lewis. Hi, Sarah. Hi. I'm still not used to hearing that name. Uh, I try to make a point of it all the time. I know. I love it. I love it. Well, yes, I am newly Sarah Lewis, uh, a senior marketing specialist on our marketing team. I've been at One Cause the same as Blair, three and a half years we started together. Um, and my primary role is content creation. So providing those fundraising insights and ideas to all the fearless fundraisers listening. Um, and I love learning alongside the fundraisers as well as I'm researching those tips and tricks to bring to them. But from Indianapolis, I have Nash's best friend, a mini burn a named Moose. So when I'm with Moose content, too. We <laughs> have to be Moose's
0: <laughs> angels this year for Indie Tech is there we go. There we go.
2: There we go. <laughs> Yeah, so when I'm not writing content, I'm just being a mother.
0: (laughs) So how's the honeymoon going?
2: Are you still in that swooning phase?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It's so fun. Some of us, uh, actually all of us, had the pleasure of attending your wedding. And we've recently seen some pictures. And I've got to say it again. They actually look like the fake picture that you would get when you buy a frame, you know, like when you're at... (laughs) wherever you buy frames and you see like the perfect frame and then the perfect picture in the perfect frame, that's your wedding picture. It's just so special. You were radiant, Sarah. So congratulations. And it was wonderful to celebrate that milestone with you, really. You are too sweet. Well, we want to get to some Raise Nation radio episodes and the best of the best, what really resonated... And um let let let's get started. So Blair, I think you might have one that kind of resonated with you, you feel aligned to. Let let's bring that one forward.
1: Perfect. Yes, I do. And I will say the large, long title so everyone can search it in their Google as they're listening, but don't do that if you're driving and listening first. <laughs> um so the episode I chose as my favorite in 2022. Was the former Minnesota Vikings Players and Black Leaders Center for Youth and Bringing Community Together. And that featured Beth, Beth Holger, who is the CEO of The Link Minnesota. And what I really loved about this episode was I felt like it was the perfect intersection between giving actual, tangible fundraising tips from Beth, a lot of empathy in your conversations with her, Dawn, and just there were some conversations about going through the pandemic and coming out on the other side, and kind of taking a look back and reflection of every everything that the nonprofit industry went through. Um, and then also, there was a lot of inspiration from what Beth was sharing with their fundraising approach to having a youth led community. And they went from just an idea. I think it was in nineteen ninety one. In fast forward to today, they have almost 200 um, employees that work at the ring. So, I think just the the journey that was able to lay that was laid out in that episode, it took me on a path as an audience member listening, and it gave me inspiration. It gave me fundraising tips. It gave me insights from Beth, um, and just really how self- selfless she is leading that organization and. Taking that volunteer-based approach as a leader, it was really, really inspiring to listen to. Yeah,
0: I, I agree. I I think what I love is the two things um, that I took away from that was um, the Minnesota Vikings just really turning their their name and their um, heart into a mission, and being so involved and so hands-on and just lending themselves to the community in such a way that. They're They're really delivering impact and um, empowering the youth to lead the mission, to be involved, to have a say in what is program, you know what programming they're doing and how they know best what they need and want. Um, and so it's not just a group of people in a boardroom making those decisions. It's really youth led, and that I've never heard of that before. So I'm, I'm not surprised that it struck you the way it did, um, Blair, because it really was different, unique, inspiring, and very community-based and integrated. Anybody involved is really integrated into the mission. Um, did anyone else listen to that episode and have any thoughts to share about that?
1: I did. I really liked this episode. And I think this is one thing that I really like about Ray's Nation as a whole it's just connect, connecting me as a listener to causes that I might not be as familiar with. Like I've never been to Minneapolis, would love to go visit it. But like learning about this cause that's so ingrained in that community and just learning about how it's so dedicated to the community that it's built around the organization um, was just so impactful to me. Um, I love like, obviously you have national run nonprofits, but finding those more community-based, city-based, even enterprise level, like nonprofits that you might not be as familiar with. Um, it's just so awe inspiring and just makes me want to get more connected and familiarize myself with even more missions because I know there's so many good things that are people, people are doing out there that like I might just not know just based on where I live. So I thought it was just so awesome to be able to like hear a little bit more about their mission and like see how I can get involved living in Indiana. So I just, it was one of, one of my favorite episodes to Blair. That's pretty special. And that's
0: spot on. That's fantastic. Maggie, Sarah, did you get a chance uh, to listen to it or uh, brush up on it at all or have any comments to anything that we're all
2: saying and sharing? I will add to what Maggie said. I think that's the most special part of our job is to be able to hear from those nonprofits that uh, we get to give a voice to their mission, whether it's through these podcasts or through these success stories that you'll find on our website. Um, the fact that we get to add just a little bit of extra special love to the mission that they, um, put their heart into every day is just so special. So Don, you did a great job with that interview.
0: Yeah, I I remember. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, But it wasn't, you know, about me. It was really about them and Beth. And I remember when she finished, when we wrapped that episode, she said, I think I need to do more podcasts. I'm like, yeah, I think you do. So hopefully she is and um, continuing to uh, share her mission um, with any avenue or channel that she can get her hands on because that was pretty special. Thank you so much, Blair, for bringing that one forward. And shout out to that team there that's just doing such wonderful work in the Minneapolis area. All right, Maggie, what did what do you have uh,
1: for us? Which one resonated with you? Oh, that that was a tough one. Um, there was obviously so many good episodes to choose from. Um, but the one that I chose was episode 51. It was with Jackie Jordan from oh. Wits Foundation, Eastern North Carolina chapter. And so the official first title, if everyone's looking for it, is Jackie Jordan on donor engagement and bringing supporters into your mission. Um, I heard of Jackie prior to the episode. So this is what kind of piqued my interest when I first saw it go live on the little Raise Nation landing page that we have on our website. Um, She actually has the opportunity to be one of our customer advisory board members. So I was like, oh, that's so interesting that um we got a chance to interview her um, for Raise Nation. And so it was really cool to learn more about the Make-A-Wish structure, how it's more locally locally chapter run, and how they go about creating the whole wish journey for a a potential child and a potential like wish grantor. It was just really cool to be able to hear about the impact that Make-A-Wish has, their fundraising strategy, and how it kind of just like really empowers Jackie as a fundraiser and a marketer um, to do better for her mission. So, a great episode. Highly recommend everyone listen to it.
0: Now, is Jackie on the
1: CAB or the
0: National Advisory Board? Do, do you know I which one?
1: She, I think she's she's been on it for two years. So I think she was originally on the customer, just the regular customer advisory board. And I think I think it's just the regular one, but I know she's really passionate about one cause. So it was nice to see to see her um, story and learn a little bit more about her cause. Um so do we want to share what 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 we're, t-
0: what we're talking about with CAB and National Advisory Board? Are you involved? I think you might be involved in both of those uh, groups or at least one of them, um, Maggie, in support yeah. of the whole product marketing. So we probably want to talk about what they are. Totally. So our listeners know,
1: yeah. <laughs> so our Customer Advisory Board are um, kind of like our hand raisers. So they're different customers um, that are work with one cause for their fundraising needs. And they are kind of like our kind of like our council of like where we pitch our ideas to. So they meet with us month on a monthly basis. And we kind of go through like what their needs are, different product updates to get their opinions Um and just really hear some like firsthand feedback on our product, how we can make it better and how we can continue to empower different um, missions. Yeah. I,
0: I don't know that our audience knows all the behind the scenes and what we go through, you know, at One Cause to really make sure that our products and services are exactly what fundraisers need, and that's just one of the programs. So I thought it was important to chat about that. Totally. But any thoughts about that, that about that episode? I, I remember speaking with Jackie, and it's it's not a surprise to me that she had such a great episode, and that it stood out to you, Maggie. But also that she's on our customer advisory board. She's just a dynamic personality and she came from the stage. I believe she did a lot of, um, communications and hosting. So it was nerve wracking for me because she hosted maybe a radio show or she, um, had been MC, uh, uh, in a position to be an MC many times on the stage. And when she had the opportunity to, uh, trans transition over to make a wish, they retained her as, you know, the MC for some of their events. And, um, So she kind of holds a dual role a little bit or volunteers, you know, at their events. Um, So that was pretty special and made a lot of sense to me just in in talking to her. But that was a little bit nerve wracking because she was just so good. Um, But anything (laughs) from Blair
1: or Sarah on that episode? Yes. And Maggie, I heard you say marketer um, when talking about Jackie Jordan, um, and I couldn't agree more. In that episode, she was talking about crafting mission messaging and the way they approach it at Make-A-Wish and just her whole experience as a host. Like you said, Dawn and MC, how she approaches sharing the mission of whether it's a company, um, nonprofit, or just an individual, your personal mission as well. I think, Sarah, when you said before, like we learn so much from nonprofits and how they craft their mission and how they frame it. Um, I totally took that away from the episode. And I really appreciated as a marketer myself, I appreciated hearing how she values communication and um, that messaging, whether it's to donors, to board members, to supporters, to fellow employees at the nonprofit. Um, so it was really, I was taking down notes. It was really cool to hear. Oh, absolutely.
2: i heard I always have my pen and paper out when I'm listening to episodes because the little doses of inspiration are just so plenty. But um, I think specifically with the the mission messaging, she is lucky enough too, to have such a powerful mission to talk about and to market. Um, the Make-A-Wish Foundation, I think, is um, near and dear to a lot of our hearts. We've fundraised on behalf of them before, um, company-wide. So that was uh, obviously an inspiring uh, part of our job is to be able to hear from those miss- missions, but then actively take part in them as well. So um, I love that episode from all of Jackie's pieces of inspiration, but also just their mission as a whole. is near and dear. Now, Make-A-Wish was our
0: Indie Tech Give recipient for 2022. Is that right? I, my years start to get clouded, but isn't that our, we do an annual event for our listening audience. We do an annual event where we Pulled together a lot of um, tech companies from the um, Indianapolis, Indiana area. I don't know how far, how broad we go out, but um, each company selects a um, nonprofit and the entire team raises money. And ours was was for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. That's where Team Nash's, uh, Nash's angels come in to play.
2: Full circle.
0: Yeah, we we hit our goal. I think we just about maybe exceeded it, you know, just a little bit, but it really goes to show how we're integrated with, with our, with our, all of the customers that we serve. You know, it's, it's one family and right from our CEO who delivers the message, like we have a purpose. We are building better tomorrows together and we really are integrated. These, success stories or Raise Nation radio episodes or whatever content piece we're working on. They're not just words to us. We're really listening, paying attention, and, you know, it's affecting us um, one way or the other. So that goes to the next one, Sarah,
2: What, what, which was the one that resonated with you? Absolutely. Yeah. The episode that came to mind for me uh, was one that featured one of our consultants, Stacey Engstrom. And oh, so- Love her. That, love her. Right? Well, you two were dynamic and it. it was it's the title for everybody listening is The Art of Engagement. It was back in February and um, it really started off by just addressing how events have changed in the past couple of years. The entire fundraising world has changed and we don't have a cookie cutter formula for events anymore. So anything is fair game. So I loved the ideas that she shared about making sure whether your guests are in person or they're at home that everyone feels engaged with your mission. So whether that's through watch parties or special shout outs, she even had a kiss cam idea, which Don, I know you hooked on to, um, but I just thought it was a great episode. And I think after putting on a hybrid event ourselves, right? <laughs> it's, I think 2022 in September, that's really why I was drawn back to this episode because hybrid events are no joke, y'all. And we were yeah. planning hmm. and executing really two events at the same time, but I think we all learned so much from it. It was truly so rewarding. It was the most rewarding, rewarding raise thus far for me. Um, because we got to reach and engage with so many fearless fundraisers, but we got to put ourselves into the nonprofit world of putting on that hybrid event. So that's kind of why I was drawn to So we back have empathy. That, so. <laughs> for sure. Yes, we do. Yes, we
0: do. We have empathy. It it is no joke. So so let's talk about the RAISE conference a little for our listening audience who may not be familiar. Uh, One Cause hosts and, and spa- sponsors in a very large part um, an annual conference. It typically takes place in September each year. It's a two day conference, um, and um, this year we're going to Nashville. Who's excited about Nashville? September eleventh oh, and 12th. yeah. i oh, I'm yeah. oh, so excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm really excited. So it's, it's this year it's gonna be at the Country Music Hall of Fame. That's the venue. That's the backdrop. And um super exciting. I, I think we're gonna see a lot of a lot of faces there. And what Sarah was alluding to is that for Rays 2022, we put on a um hybrid. So we're we're going through the same thing as all of you are. You know, we we had an in-person event that had to go virtual virtual, and then finally hybrid. And wow. It was a lot of work. It was it was um, un, a lot of uncertainty. And um, we really empathize with what you guys have to go through, how to engage two audiences and deliver a really quality um, program. Any Anyone else want to comment on this year's Race Conference?
1: <laughs> I think, um, kind of echoing what Sarah said, we, right when the pandemic hit, our team was really focused on Getting that virtual content and then it evolved kind of into hybrid content. How do we help uh, fundraisers execute a hybrid event? So we were talking about tech budget, how do we stream like every, every facet of a hybrid event? And then with Raise 2022, kind of putting our money where our mouth is, um, we were able to dive into everything that event specialists and fundraisers across the country in the world have been doing for the past two plus years so I think it was it like everyone said it was rewarding but we kind of got to put our helpful content to the test and I think I think it was a success if I had to say so myself yes congratulations it was a, a
0: success <laughs> You guys really, um, knocked it out of the park. I I was there and, um, I, I lead some of the sponsorship for, for RAISE together with Sarah Lewis. And, um, yeah, watching that all come together, um, was pretty remarkable. Um, who else has some thoughts from the RAISE conference? This This is a good
1: conversation. I can share. So like every time I have, I've been able to experience both the when I joined One Cause, both the virtual, completely virtual conference, and then the hybrid conference. So I'm so excited for National to be like fully in person, but I would definitely agree with both Blair and Sarah that like the hybrid one, I would definitely say was so rewarding to be able to be like, okay, we're teaching all these fearless fundraisers, different tips and tricks that they can use in their hybrid fundraising efforts to meet donors where they need to be. Um, obviously, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of planning. Um, But it definitely, it, just having that impact and allowing people to kind of attend how they're most comfortable with, um it's just really rewarding. So that's was very much like a fan of RACE 2022, but so excited for RACE 2023. Well, who can't be excited? We We just
0: had the pleasure of doing a site visit at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Was it not spectacular? It was
1: amazing.
2: Yeah, it was amazing. So I awesome. cannot wait for September to be here. Well, don't
0: rush it. We have a lot to do.
2: It says, <laughs> what's, what's available right now
0: for our our, our audience? Um, do we have tickets launched? Absolutely. We do. Great, okay. Um, call for Speakers, is that launched? Yep, okay. <laughs> and we'll, I might as well go for the trifecta. Sponsorship prospectus and sponsorship opportunities, is that out there? Just launched today. What? Okay, so head on over to is it onecause.com forward slash raise? You got it. I'm so glad I know these <laughs> things. Um, <laughs> for everything raise, we really hope to see you there um, in Nashville. It, it's going to be epic. Um, the Country Music Hall of Fame is just amazing. And um, we are going to try to deliver that quality programming that you've come to love. It's in our seventh year and um, it's super exciting. Um, But we want to get back to Sarah's um, episode. Isn't Stacy just a love? I just love her. She's just so adorable and dynamic (laughs) and so full of tips. But I I remember that because she really had some great things and I think um, great ideas, but um, I think that's another team outside of marketing that also really gets integrated, gets into what our customers are doing. I mean, we always see Slack messages about, you know, who's doing this or success here. We open up a lot of meetings at one cause with what are our fundraisers doing? What success are they having? How have we helped them further their mission with powerful fundraising solutions? We get into it. And that's another team that really gets into it um, as well. I I think, I mean, do you, who has a lot of connections with, with the whole consulting team here?
1: I definitely do. And I, I couldn't agree more it, It made me think about the title, The Art of Engagement of, yes, it's totally an art. It's not a science. And that team does such a good job of adapting their strategy to the specific nonprofit, to the fundraiser. It's not a one-size-fits-all approach. It's really that team does such a great job of being creative, using different resources that either the nonprofit has or One Cause has um, to really... Push our mission forward and our core values of like, how can we be helpful? How can we be curious? How can we be passionate um, over a common goal and a common mission? So, shout out to our consulting team. Shout out to Stacy. They <laughs> they just do such a good job. Yeah, they really, and shout out.
0: Yeah, and it goes back to great software is great, but it's not, it's, it, that's not, a, that alone is not enough. It takes service and support and people and people who care. And um, I think we really, you know, try to deliver that through content, through professional services, consulting and support and through great software. So that's pretty cool to see. All right. Anything more about the Stacey? Did anybody else get to listen to it or
1: anything resonate with anyone there? Yeah. um, I would say that the one main takeaway that I got from, there was a lot of takeaways, but the main one from Stacey is, was obviously just tapping into her just knowledge base. Just like I kind of echoing what everyone else has said, like our consultants just are like experts in the industry and really are like motivated to make sure that they can like come up with these creative solutions. And I just love listening to this episode because I was able to be like, oh, these are just like great ideas that like I can take back into my role and in the content team and be able to like serve them up in a new way. So it's like, okay, these are great ideas that if I need to share out in a different, different form, that we can really keep promoting these new and innovative ideas. Um, so more fearless fundraisers um, can have access to these this amazing kind of talent knowledge base.
0: Yeah, that's a nice testimony to our consulting team. So thank you for making that point, Maggie. This is a special group here. We're 300 strong, but you know, we're all pretty. Um, Pretty passionate, right? That's one of our core values, too, being passionate. So it's all good. All right. So, do you want to hear my favorite episode? Oh, um, yeah. Well, they're all 67 of them are my favorite. Um, but there was one that really uh, took me back a little bit. Um, it was featuring one of our customers, Robert Shear. And um, the title is Dignity is Not Acquired from a Trash Bag. Um featuring Robert Shear from Comfort cases um, that's that's his nonprofit. And um, the mission is about um, helping foster children who are being displaced or moving to a new family, helping them a little bit with that transition. And here's why it really got to me. He laid it out. He laid it on the line, and he made it very clear that when you have when a foster child is going to, a new family, either on, you know, on a temporary basis or maybe a, a long period of time, they literally take all of their belongings and put them in a trash bag. And that's how they're sent, sent, sent off to the new family. I would, I, I, I had all to do, but to choke back the tears. And um, he shared a story with me that he asked a social worker, why, like why a trash bag and the social worker responded with, well, what else would they put their stuff in? And that even blew my mind as well, that perhaps people involved with helping foster children move and, and transition are not seeing, you know, necessarily the problem. So thank goodness for Robert Shear that he is bringing this mission to life. He actually has... Comfort case is all about giving a case, a a beautiful backpack, something much more dignified than a trash bag filled with things. And really they sound small things, but like things like a stuff, just a stuffed animal to cuddle. Imagine that young child going to sleep in a brand new home overnight. I, I just can't imagine. So the episode really took me back and really made me, made me think. It's made me even think about being a foster family myself. Um, But then we actually inspired some people at One Cause. So Missy Martin, uh, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name right. Does anybody know if I got that right, Missy's last name? How do I say that? You got it right. I did. Okay. Yeah. So she actually, um, I, I think she's the customer service manager for Comfort Cases. Was so moved by this story that she actually did her own comfort case collection and she posted it in one of our slack channels and she just sent a mountain of comfort cases that she um collected it was so beautiful to see this literal mountain of backpacks that she was donating to comfort cases and then everybody replied why didn't you tell me i would have donated da, 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 da. So, you know, we kind of said next time, you know, you have to include us. But it's just another way that we're so integrated and, and aligned with our customers. And it means something to us. It's very meaningful and it gets us, you know, right in the heart. So did any of you guys see that Slack post from Missy or hear about that whole story? It was pretty moving. Oh, yes, definitely.
1: We, I was posted on social. I was like, yes, I love this. I want to get involved next time she does something like that. Yeah, I do too. Um,
0: Sarah, Blair,
1: anything from you guys? Yeah, I think that's a through line, kind of what we've been talking about with a lot of um, the employees at One Cause is passion kind of carries just beyond our nine to five. So, a lot of missions that come across our desk, we feel passionate to take those outside of our or take them into the five to nine, I guess you could say. Um, But I also, speaking of this episode, Dawn, I was just struck by the level of empathy that Robert really brought to comfort cases. And he, it could, it can be so easy just to walk through life, see those children, throw their stuff in a um, trash bag, and then just take their stuff from point A to point B. You can observe that and say, oh, like what, like you said, what else would they put them in? it's like, well, let's take a step back. Robert did that for us. And for everyone to realize let's do something a little bit more dignified. This is, this is a person. These are, this is a person's things and hold the value. So I, I just appreciate so much a person that stops in their tracks and says, this is not okay. And what can we do about it? So I just had a very high level of respect and, um, for Robert and for the mission that he's carried through to today. Yeah. Sarah, any
2: thoughts? Yeah, this team loves Brene Brown, and uh, we do. We do. (laughs) One of her most famous TED Talks is about vulnerability, and I think that that is really what he embodied in that whole episode. Was just being vulnerable about talking about himself and his uh, his mission, and then um, and because of that, he was one of our Ray's Award winners, Storyteller of the Year. So, I think. It's no wonder why he got that award because what a great storyteller. That episode um, actually was in one of my talks as well. So I'm glad that you touched on it.
0: Yeah, well, let's talk about the raise Awards because we our audience, you know, this is, this is the episode where you find out everything that goes on, you know, at one cause. Um, who wants to take that? What are the raise Awards and how can our um, listening audience get involved? I could
1: take that one. I had the honor and the privilege to help with um Steve Lausch um coordinate the Raise Awards this year. So I actually gotta read their submission and I was crying while I was reading it. It was so moving. So I was so excited when I saw that he, that Comfort Cases was being featured on an episode because I was like, oh my God, I was so moved um by their submission for the Raise Awards. But anyways, back to the question at hand. Um, <laughs> RAISE Awards is part of the RAISE Conference. We have three different categories that you can apply to. Fundraiser of the Year, Innovative Nonprofit of the Year, and Storyteller of the Year. Um, each of the categories highlights different parts of the nonprofit mission and how they kind of went about their fundraising and sharing their mission um, throughout the year. Um, if you wanna learn more about the different categories, go to the RAISE Conference website, um, but you can apply. We're uh, looking for, I don't know if the raise Awards are open yet for this accepting submissions yet, but they'll come next year um, and you get a monetary award for just submitting if you win. Um, and it's just an amazing way to just honor all these amazing nonprofits' missions and all the work they're doing um, for their communities. Yeah. And Steve's
0: tapped me up to be a judge. Uh, year after year. So it's something that I always look forward to. As soon as I hear raise awards, I'm slacking Steve. I'm like, don't forget, I want to judge again because the stories are, you know, really awe-inspiring. So what do we want our audience to know just about, you know, the marketing team, the content team and the, you know, the content that we put out into into the community beyond the words, right? Because they really are not just words for us. So I didn't prepare you guys for this question. So I apologize in advance, but I know you'll deliver. So what, what, what do we want our audience, um, to know? I I think I'll start. So give you time just to think a little bit, you know, for me, we want to know what you want to know so that we can write about it. You know, we want to be relevant and we want to stay a beat ahead so that you could be a beat ahead. So, um, you know, Blair Carlin, Maggie Cavanaugh, Sarah, Newly Lewis, Don Lego, hit us up. You know, if there's something that is really important to you, let us know. Cause we, we want to make sure that we're on point with, with what you need and with what you want with all of our content. And if you go to onecause.com resources, you'll see infographics, video, webinar, eBooks, blog, you know, pod, the podcast. Um, I, I'm sure I'm missing something, but, um, Anybody else want to just give some messaging to our audience about what they need to know with respect to our content?
1: Definitely. Um, just a testament to what you just said, Donna, being a beat ahead and our team really trying to give the tools, the tricks, the strategies to fundraisers. I think I, from what I can say, a nonprofit can say even better. So I was talking to um, a nonprofit, and a fundraiser. Um, I'm blaming her on the nonprofit's name, but maybe it'll come to me in a second. But I was interviewing her for a success story and she, um, we got to talking about our resources. And then I said, "That's the, I'm the perfect contact. If you need um, any suggestions, you need a piece of content that you want created, we are an open book and we really want to publish what you all need. And she had a very, very nice compliment for our team and just for one cause as a whole of she comes to us in our resource center to get a step ahead to see what other nonprofits are doing. Yeah. To see what's on the cusp of the fundraising um, edge. And I took that as a very, very high compliment. And she actually even said, sometimes she'll send out our resource centers to other nonprofits in her surrounding area. So that was just a really good step back moment for me and for us, for our team. But I also think that doesn't just keep happening without us interacting with fundraisers and nonprofits and learning from each other in a two-way street like that. And I I don't want to stop that anytime soon. So keep it rolling. Yeah. Sarah, Maggie, anything else to add? And love that Blair, actually you
2: hit on what I was uh, thinking as well, that we are here to bring the ideas and the inspiration that are outside of the box, but it all really comes from you all fearless fundraisers. We love sharing customer success stories. And if you do have a story to tell, um, we're here to tell it for you. So if you want to reach out to marketing at onecards.com, we would love to partner with you, um, but we are here to uh, tell your story and, and hopefully give you those ideas and doses of inspiration. And if you'd like
0: to be a guest on Raise Nation Radio, just reach out. We we love to have the voice of the nonprofit. So um, it's all very special. I love what we talked about today. This is our top four, our year in review, top four. And um, we're going to head into uh, 2023 with a vengeance. I think we're going to have to do this again. Will you all meet me this time? Next year, uh, same time, same place, just a year later, and we can do a top t- four review of twenty twenty three. Oh yes. Please yeah, Please, there. Great After calendar. <laughs> After we get through raise, yes. yeah, yes. What do we like to call it? The raise craze.
1: Yep. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure.
0: It's got a name and everything. Well, Fearless Fundraisers, that's about all we have time for today. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's Raise Nation topic and getting to know the marketing team uh, a little bit better, along with your daily dose of fundraising inspiration. Tune in for a new episode release every Thursday at 1230 p.m. That's Thursdays, 1230 p.m. Eastern Time. And in the meantime, listen to all the episodes on Raise Nation Radio. Follow the channel that you like best so that you can get notifications about our new guests. Um, we just highlighted four of them. Fundraisers are doing amazing things to build better tomorrows for our communities. Stories are awe-inspiring. You won't want to miss a single episode. I would like to thank One Cause for making this episode possible. One Cause is driving the future of fundraising with easy-to-use software solutions that help nonprofits connect with their donors. Check it out at onecause.com. And as we mentioned earlier, visit the resource tab on the homepage for a broad catalog of eBooks and blogs and videos and infographics that you'll find helpful. A huge shout out and thanks to my friends, my marketing colleagues, and um, my very special guests for just sharing their authentic voice about um, our customers and everything fundraising. Thank you, Blair, Maggie, Sarah, for uh, being with uh, me today. Um, It's kind of a a unique um, uh, uh, inspiration and uh, episode for Raise Nation, but I loved every minute of it. So I have to ask, we always close out our show with last words of inspiration. So we're going to go around, Robin, from the three of you. Any last words of uh, inspiration for our audience?
1: Yeah, I have a quote actually from Jimmy Balbano, Jimmy B, who's a role model of mine. Um, He said, in every single day, in every walk of life, ordinary people do extraordinary things. And I, whenever I see the missions and fearless fundraisers doing what they do out there, that's, I think it's pretty extraordinary. So thank you to everyone out there. So special. Maggie, how about you? Um, my, my piece of advice is to, is about persevering. It's being fearless. Um, it's kind of a motto that I live by. Um, and my mom taught it to me as a young age is that obstacles are only put in your path because, um, you know, and the world knows that you can overcome them. So just keep persevere, keep being fearless, um, and go forth.
2: Aw, so sweet. All right. Bring us home, Sarah. Absolutely. I got one more quote for y'all. It, um, as we work to create light for others, we naturally light our own way. So thank you to the fearless fundraisers who created light in 2022. Um, what you do matters, your mission matters. And I can't wait to see what 2023
0: brings. And we'll be here to support you every step of the way. That's beautiful, Sarah. Thank you so much. Um, I have one too. Um, I forget who to attribute it to, so I apologize, but, um, if you ask yourself the question, what if I fall? Oh, but darling, what if you fly? So here's to flying and soaring and fundraising success in 2023. Um, happy end of year giving. We wish you all the best success. If you need any help, we're all here for you. All the Blairs and Maggie's and Sarah's and Dawn's are ready to help in any way that you need. Um, happy holidays happy new year um, we are going race nation radio is going on hi- hiatus so we'll be back in January and we'll hopefully be delivering a lots of great content um, across the board so thank you again all so much Blair, Maggie, Sarah thank you thank you thank you this was so much fun thank you for having us all right everybody that's a wrap until next time I'm Don Lego this is race nation radio you stay fearless out there